Hey, this is Stephen Kim back with episode two of An Hour of Your Life. Kim, how are you doing tonight? Um, before we start the show, can we talk about what just happened? Yeah, go ahead. So we went out to dinner uh, with some friends that we haven't seen in, what, like a year? It, well, maybe not that. Yeah, I guess it has been a year. Holy cow. They are Air Force, and they were in town for a few minutes. and Well, for a couple days. Um, and so we have a ring doorbell. Mind you, we are not getting paid for advertising for this. Um, but, like, I seriously, I, it's fine. It's fine because I will 100% plug ring and their doorbells and their wonder because unless you are a friend of ours, you don't know it yet, but Rupert is, is kind of, uh, I don't know, how would you explain it? My life? My love beyond Steve. I mean, he's obviously my love, but. Okay. Anyway, so we're at dinner. And Steve, like, panics and goes, Rupert's out. Rupert's our golden retriever. He's amazing. He's so good. He's such a good boy. And Steve goes, Rupert's out, because he heard the ring chime that, like, something was going on at our house. And we don't normally check it because we have two outdoor cats that set it off all the time. But he just so happened to check it, and we abruptly had to leave dinner with our friends because we live on not like a super busy road, but, I mean, we get a lot of traffic, right? It's it's a busy road at the right time of day. Yeah. Yeah. So we saw Rupert out, and Steve's like, there's a golden retriever in our yard, and I looked at the... The like the video playback and that was definitely Rupert because he has a very distinct bandana. Well, right I was now. I was pretty sure it was Rupert. Yeah, I well <laughs> thank, I wasn't. 100%. Thank you for confirming that. I but mean, I'm pretty sure it's our dog. <laughs> well, well, because we have there's a dog that lives next door. Well, the the grandparents live next door who is also a golden retriever. And so I thought, well, and he gets out Q- of his yard a lot. Q-tip because Q-tip. they shave this dog and he looks like a Q-tip. His name his actual name is Dash. But we have, a, we have a kid that comes to the Nook who's also named Dash. So, like, to differentiate, we call the dog Q-Tip and the kid Dash. Um, but so when Q-Tip comes to visit, he gets out kind of a lot, too. So I was hoping that maybe it was him. But no, it was definitely Rupert. But because of the ring, we were able to hightail it home. And it was, like, what, maybe 10 minutes from the time that we saw Rupert to the time that we got home. Yeah, about that. But then tell the fun part of the story. Well, okay, so I went back, I reviewed the uh, the video, and we see the cat run across the yard with the dog chasing him. Now, mind you, they have grown up together. They were probably, I, well, I know they were playing because I have seen this dog and this cat drink out of the same <laughs> water bowl. I have seen Polly cuddle up next to Rupert, and they take a nap. So they Rupert wasn't playing. chasing the cat to be uh, the dog and cat thing. Rupert was playing, but I'm pretty sure Rupert... The garage door was left open, and I'm pretty sure the cat was trying to get into the house, and I think Rupert was chasing the cat out of the house because when we came back home, both dogs were laying on the couch like nothing ever happened. They're such good boys. And Rupert knows that Polly's not allowed in the house because she pees, so I'm pretty sure he was just he just won dog of the year. He's the best boy ever. And Jack's a good dog, too. Jack's a good boy, too, because Jack didn't even go outside. But so, but we're at a valid reason we're going okay. outside. But this week has been an interesting week. We, we went to the Ohio State Fair, and I'm just going to say it right up front, I was not disappointed. I am a people person. I, I like to watch people, I, and I was not disappointed at the State Fair. It was everything I remember <laughs> of the State Fair since a little boy growing up in Grove City, Ohio, and the State Fair has not changed one bit. Which saying is, it is an awesome State Fair. I Probably, I would say, the best State Fair in the entire United States. I mean, obviously. But when I, uh, I can't help but think that you glossed right on over that people-watching part, darling. Yeah, well... So you don't want to talk about the lady that was yelling expletives at her husband as he was walking away, trying not to listen to her? It was a hot day, and <laughs> they had three or four kids, and she was upset over something we don't know. And you could tell though that like that this was not an unusual occurrence because the kids didn't pay any attention to her either. And and the man just kept walking even when she came up from behind him and shoved him. The, the <laughs> guy the guy didn't even flinch. He just kept walking, holding one of the kids' hands. They never stopped eating their ice creams and never said a word. But other, it was, you know, it was pretty funny. Hey, look, 
The State Fair <laughs> is an awesome place. We're going to talk about the farm kids. We're going to talk about a lot of things about the Ohio State Fair tonight. Did you know that the State Fair started in 1850? No, I did not know. I know it's... I mean, Ohio only became a state in, what, 1803. Is that what I was saying? Yeah, 1803. I should know this as much as I you love. should know that. I know. I love Ohio so much. Um, our The first state fair was only three days long, and it was in Cincinnati. It wasn't in Columbus like it is now. It was in 1850, but here's the here's the interesting kind of like, <laughs> kind of part. It was supposed to start in 1849, but do you know why it didn't start in 1849? No, because I didn't know it started when it did. Um, so it was supposed to start in 1849, but there was an outbreak of cholera. And so they moved it back to 1850. But then the guy who was the head of the state fair board died in 1850 of cholera. Ooh, I did not know that. Yeah. So they pushed it back because of the cholera. And then the guy that organized the whole thing still died of cholera. Hmm. Well, like I said, I grew up in Grove City and it was not uncommon for us to go to the state fair and... We, you know, there were in in our neighborhood. There were a bunch, bunch of boys, and I remember getting on the Coda bus in Grove City, Ohio, and we would ride the bus. Now, I I would say I, we were ten years old, but we had oh, to be yeah. a little we had to be a little bit older than that. But we would ride the bus up to the state fair. It may have cost a dollar or two dollars for us to get in, and we would spend all day at the fair eating the fair food. Oh my god! They would. They they had TV shows that were live that we would really? watch. Yeah, that like back, they filmed TV shows at the fair. Yeah, right there at the in the grandstands, they would have TV shows right there, and they would be across the uh, like the horse kind, track. Yeah, like what kind of shows? Uh, I, I, I think Bob Brown show, but this is going back a long, long time. Paul Dixon. I don't know any of these. Yeah, people. from uh, they they were from Bob Cincinnati. Brown. Is he like a relation to Bucks Brown? He was a I, local I, Dayton legend. I don't think that. They may be the same family, but I don't know. But um, no, and Lucy's Toy Shop was filmed there. Oh, we talk and, about Lucy's Toy yeah, Shop we, a we lot. Yeah, we talk about Lucy's Toy Shop. But it, it, it was that type. The, the things you remember, there's helicopter rides forever. And yeah, they still have them. They're super overpriced, though. Well, I think. it's It was like 50 bucks, wasn't it? Well, you know, you got to pay the pilot. You got to pay for the gas. And, you know, I they guess, have to but make if, a profit. But if it's like fifty bucks a person and you get two people up there. That's I, I think that's probably about the average price for helicopter tours. I mean, that's about what they were charging at the Montgomery County Fair. I don't know. Mm. But it, that's not the point. The point is <laughs> things haven't changed. You know, that you walk through the gate, the same smells of the fair food, which is fried food, the Ohio State Fair, which I imagine a lot of others do. There's corn. And you know what? We did not get corn on the cob this we time. We didn't get corn on the cob, but we did get some really good tater tots. Yeah. Well, I thought they were delicious. Okay. I, I, I ate one or two to make you happy. But you ate half the thing. <laughs> I didn't eat half of that <laughs> you thing. You totally did. No. But um, there were, did you know that there were, I did some, some just quick Googling. This year, there were 195 food and beverage vendors. 195. I would say we walked past 195, you say? Yeah. We walked by 180. The only place we didn't go was down, like, on the midway where the rides were. Yeah. We, we didn't go that way, but we, we went. I wonder, though, like, if that's the same. Because, like, Schmidt's, Schmidt's Sausage House is a big place in Columbus. Like, they're really famous. And they had... At least two booths they had that two I saw. Booths there, yeah. So I wonder if they're double counting them, or if each vendor is like one person. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Don't know. They had. I love state fair food. It's deep fried on a stick. Yeah, like anytime you can get a a deep fried Twinkie, which I did not have, but it was there, and Milky Ways. Deep fried Oreos. What else? I, mean, I saw Buckeyes. Deep fried Buckeyes. Deep fried Buckeyes. So, now. Buckeye, if you're not from Ohio, a Buckeye is heaven. Peanut butter that's kind of rolled up with confectionery sugar and then dipped in oh, chocolate. It's so good. Yeah, Buckeyes are wonderful. I will eat Buckeyes. They're so good. Yeah. I almost feel like you would ruin it, though, if you deep fried a Buckeye. Why? Because Buckeyes aren't supposed to be, for one thing, they're not, I don't know. I feel like that would either make them too crispy or too soggy. Like, 
a good Buckeye should have a little bit of the crunch from the chocolate. Because good Buckeyes, I think the best Buckeyes are served cold. Like, I mean, room. Te- I'm not going to turn down a room temperature Buckeye, but I think the best Buckeyes are cold and they have a little bit of the crunch from the hardened chocolate. But I feel like if you deep fried them, they would either be too crunchy or else they would get soggy. I cannot imagine anything that is not tasty that has been deep fried. Challenge accepted. Yeah, okay. If I deep fried broccoli, would you eat it? No. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> I win. <laughs> okay, you win. I'll, I will concede on that one. I will not eat deep fried broccoli. What if I What if I deep fried it and put um, like powdered sugar or chocolate or caramel or something on top of it? Then I might try it. Really? Yeah. It would have to be really good. <laughs> mm. No, I used to like broccoli. And what I would eat. I would eat broccoli. I'd, I got ill one time. It had nothing to do with the broccoli. I think I had the flu or some sort of stomach bug. And you know, have, after you eat something and then yes. that just there, it, it had nothing to do with the broccoli. It's just that yeah, broccoli like reminds you, me of that. And I just don't want to eat broccoli right now. Okay. Okay. Well, sometime I'm going to make you some deep-fried chocolate-smothered broccoli and see what it tastes like. Do you know that we saw the best-looking chicken in the state of Ohio at the state fair? We did, and oh my gosh, you guys, we saw the biggest pig that I have ever seen in my life. I forget what That's, its name was. I think it's a, called a hog at that size. No, it was a boar. It was it, the it was, biggest boar in Ohio. He was huge. He, his name, it was something French. Do you remember what it was? Beauregard? No. no, no, it was like, two, I don't remember what it was. I don't know. But, but it was a French name, and it, this pig was ugly. Okay. so But it was big. You know, at, at the state fair, I, we like to go, we like to see all the, the different exhibits. We like to see the animals. We like to go see all the, the vendors that have their stuff set up. There was one place that we ate. It was just all Ohio food. Everything was prepared. I had a delicious Pork sandwich, and it was good. Pork tenderloin, and it was really, really good. Was that what it was? It was a pork tenderloin? It was pork tenderloin. I got pulled pork. You got pulled pork. Barbecue, and it benefited some 4-H club. Yeah. I mean, 4-H is uh, is really big in Ohio. because we, Actually, huh? the uh, Ohio has the largest, uh, what is it, like the Junior Farm League or something like that. We have the biggest one in the country. Yeah. I mean, I love to go around because it's it just, to me, it's it, it's. Country Ohio, it's it's old school. I mean, when you see like a in in the where they're showing the pigs and they got the pigs out there, and you see a little ten year old girl, you know, ten, about ten years old with her little switch, walk, <laughs> walking a three hundred pound pig back to its. That pig that you're thinking of was glistening. I have never seen a pig quite like that. Like it I, was. I wonder if they put baby oil on it. I well, there was like her older brother. Somebody was walking along, like spraying it with water. But yeah. that was a happy-looking pig. Like, that was a happy pig. It was a pig. very clean but, pig, and but it was happy. And just, just to see these farm kids, I mean, that little girl walking there with her little switch, and the pig, I mean, she didn't have to switch it. It was just kind of like to guide it, turn left, turn that right, stop. That pig was stop. definitely smiling. Yeah, it, it was a happy that pig. That was a happy-looking pig. But again, it's the fact it was just that little girl. And every place you went, I mean, if we were in the cow barn, there were like little boys and girls, like yeah. six, seven years old. Like, you know, brushing their horses and brushing their cows. The cow. I think I've seen the biggest cow I have ever seen in my life. This thing was like three times the size of our couch. And that cow was not going to go anywhere if she didn't want to get up and move. Well, I took a picture. We'll put pictures um, on our Facebook page and our Instagram. And then the milk cows. Like that one cow, she was big and... She was so full of milk, her udders were dripping. Her, <laughs> yeah, like it looked painful. Yeah. The, the girl, and we actually asked the girl who was um, like in charge of her. He, you even made a comment like, um, I think your cow sprang a leak. <laughs> your, cow's, your, your cow's leaking from its udders right now. And she was like, yeah, we milk her twice a day. Like, no. It, she no. said she had to milk her like four or five times a day. Oh, I thought she said she milked her at like eight in the morning and like, Five in the afternoon or no, something. No, there was there were like four or five milkings a day for her. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. But yeah, this cow was like, and she said she got like four gallons of milk per milk. Yeah, the, time it, right. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I, I mean, 
And there are a lot, I didn't even realize until I started looking into it, there are a lot of competitions at the state fair. Like, oh, probably, I would say there's over 100 competitions. Okay, so we did a little research. I always assumed that, you know, people go up there they, to show off their prize animals. So I figured, I always thought that it would all start off at the county fairs and then, like, the winner of the prize rabbit or the prize chicken from the Green County Fair would then go up. But you still have a lot of... The Ohio State Fair is going on right now, but you also have the Green County Fair. Yeah. And a friend of ours who raised goats, she explained that to us. Yeah, Bryn said that she um, that they actually judge them um, at the county level before they go to the state fair. And I think, so, and I checked today, the state fair results are not up on the state fair website. So they must have not judged them yet for the state fair. It goes on for 12 days, uh, the Ohio State Fair does. So I think probably what they do um, is they judge them at the county fair, and then you go to the state fair, and then if you get to if you win at the state fair, I guess presumably then you get to show off at the county fair when you go back home. Yeah, I mean, they're going to display, but... You know, these kids, they put a lot of work into their animals. Oh, yeah. And they, it's not just the work. It's what they've learned about taking care of these animals, the responsibility. Uh, it, great programs, FFA and these other programs. These kids, they put in a lot of hard work. Yeah, and I, I actually kind of wish, like when I was looking at all of the different things, I, I don't feel like they demonstrate all of the things that are um, like in competition. Like they have baking contests and stuff. Yep. But I, you, I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't looked it up on the state fair website. Like, why can't you? How do you get to be a judge in like the junior baking contest or whatever? And they have like arts and crafts and needlepoint. They even have a tattoo competition. How, how do you get to be a judge at the dog show in uh, at Westminster? But, those guys are lucky. I mean, you know, they're obviously experts. And they know what they're looking for, and thank goodness they do. Did you know that um, the Ohio State Fair has a mascot? Is it the Cardinal? No, it's a little, it's a cow named Butters D. Cow. It's like a, I, uh, apparently Butters, it's like a cartoonish kind of cow. Well, that's, that's another thing that the Ohio State Fair is famous for. They always have the butter cow exhibit. I was wondering if we were going to talk about oh, the cow of, in the room. Of course we're going to talk about the cow. So they have sometime before i don't know if they start a month two months before but someone always makes a butter sculpture of a cow and that's just tradition like i said even when i was little you went you saw the butter cow now there's always a special exhibit in this this state fair because it's the 50th anniversary of the moon landing and neil armstrong is from a little town called wapakoneta ohio go wapak yeah wapak which is about an hour north of us but um it was all about the moon landing. They had uh, some of the more famous pictures of the moon landing, and in, they were they were done in uh, in butter. In butter. Fun thing that I didn't know. Do you know when the butter cow first made its debut? No. Nineteen oh three. Nineteen oh three. Do you know what else happened in nineteen oh three? Let's see. First in Something flight. significant happened in 1903. I would say the Wright brothers. The Wright brothers flew in 1903. It was a great year, 1903. First flight, first butter cow. First flight, first butter cow. And calf. It's not just, we always talk about the butter cow, but it's the butter cow and calf. Like she yep. always has a baby with her, yep. and, which is cute. Yeah, and you'll see that on the webpage. Kim will get that picture put up here soon. I will. Along with the Neil Armstrong. Yeah, well, by the, time, by the time we release this podcast... It'll be on the website. So it, it won't be a matter of soon. It's just, hey, go to the website and you can see the... <laughs> yeah, it'll be there. Kent, what is our website? Um, we have a couple of websites. Our official website that you can listen to us on is anhourofyourlife.podbean.com or you can check us out on Stitcher or you can check us out on Facebook or you can check us out on Instagram or you can send us an email at a lost hour. At gmail.com. Okay, so many ways. And Catch all that. And we're working to get uh, this podcast out on... It should be on iTunes pretty soon. And and, and the other major platforms are yeah, out there. Yeah, we're so. kind of working on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Ohio's, the Ohio State Fair was actually, it started, the first place was in Camp Washington, which I thought was really interesting because Camp Washington is like in the Cincinnati area. 
And it it's not famous for being the original host of the State Fair. It's famous for chili. Camp Washington chili. Yeah. yeah. We've eaten there. We have. Yes, with the big purple gorilla. Yeah. Um, right so, off exit three, down there off 75. <laughs> sure. Like, so I don't know. Like, if you're not local, um, is the, is, I feel like Cincinnati chili is a thing. Like, it's a nationwide thing, right? Like, everybody no, knows about it. I don't know. I think. I think it's still a, uh, a a local, regional type thing. Yeah, but doesn't everybody know about it? People who've passed through. I mean, it's one of those things you either love it or you hate it. And I'm surprised we didn't see... Um, Skyline? Or another brand name. And I was also really surprised that we didn't see um, La Rosa's. Yeah. I Especially mean, because... So, La Rosa's is a... Or Graders. Yeah. They're well, Graders, I'm not really surprised about because Velvet Ice Cream, Graders is an ice cream company out of Cincinnati. Um, I, I take it back. I'm not really surprised about Graders because Velvet Ice Cream is also an ice cream company um, out of someplace in Ohio, and they were the official ice cream. So I'm, if there's an official ice cream, they probably couldn't have Graders. Yeah, probably so. But La Rosa's, I feel like it, it's pretty big. Yeah. La Rosa's Pizza, I'm kind of surprised they're not there. And it may have been. And we just didn't see it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. We, yeah, we don't know. But yeah, Camp Washington. So uh, about Ohio chili, Ohio chili is not like, I think a lot of people, when you think of chili, you think of like Texas chili that like you eat with a spoon. But Ohio chili is not like that. Or Cincinnati style chili is not like that. It is, um, it's real kind of runny. It's got cinnamon in it, which most people's like, ooh, that's gross. But you eat it. It's over. subtle. You don't, you don't even notice it. Yeah. You eat it over spaghetti or you eat it over hot dogs. Chili dog. Chili dog with lots of cheese. <sighs> Fact is, I had a chili dog today, but it wasn't Cincinnati <sighs> style. It was just a chili dog because I, I wanted a chili dog today. <sighs> I've been eating really healthy today, and you had a chili dog and a brownie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cheater. Yeah, well, they were both good. So, State Fair. What's your favorite part of the State Fair? You know what? It might be the nostalgia. It might be the memories. It might be just walking down the uh, down past all the events and just all the different smells. You know, you walk past the Coliseum. I saw my first ice hockey game there at the Coliseum because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's the Expo Center. There's a lot of things that happen at the fairgrounds throughout the entire entire year, not just the uh, state fair. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing that I noticed... This time that I didn't notice before, maybe it's just because I never noticed it, but I noticed a lot of the buildings at the Expo Center were named after recent politicians. Has it always been like that? Uh, I guess. Like, I, I just never really... I don't pay any name. I mean... I, I, maybe I did. Maybe, I think maybe it was just the lettering on the buildings was bigger. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. But, I mean, one of my best memories of the State Fair was one of those times when I was a kid, maybe a little bit older... And handed, the pig was on a leash, and he handed Bob Evans the uh, the leash, and Bob Evans had an assistant there with him, and the guy pulled out and wrote a check for, you know, whatever it was, $1,500 or something like that. And uh, the kid handed Bob Evans the leash, and Bob Evans just said, keep your pig, son. And Aww. so, I mean, that's what I remember. That's probably one of my best memories of the State Fair. That's cool. Yeah, it was. I never realized that Bob Evans was like that. Yeah. Kind of a guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you have a what was your favorite thing about the state fair? They didn't have the foot massage. They didn't. So, we haven't been to the state fair in a couple of years, and they used to have this thing. It looked like a big barrel, and you would sit on it, and it would massage your feet, and it just it like just vibrated your feet, and it really tickled, but it felt so good at the end of the at the end of the day like after you've been walking and we got up here this time it was kind of hot on the way up but there was a nice little breeze and it it, it was actually pretty comfortable there yeah this, it yeah. wasn't bad at all yeah. but, oh you like ODNR oh yeah i did in fact i was going to say well not one of my favorite memories from the state fair, but when I was a kid, because I don't really remember going to the state fair when I was a kid, but we did go to the county fair. And at the Montgomery County Fair, they used to have, um, like, ducklings that would go down a slide. Well, the state, the Ohio State Fair is famous for its 
giant slide. You walk up all the way to the top of it, you get on that little canvas oh, bag yeah. and you slide down. No, but these were slides for ducklings. It was so cute. Like, uh, my mom had to pry me away because they would have, um, it was just a little slide, like into a kiddie pool. And they had, yeah. Real ducks? Yeah, real ducks. Okay. Like, it was, a, like, it went into a little kiddie pool and there was, like, a little walkway for the ducklings that they would go, they would, just little cute, fuzzy yellow ducklings. And they could figure out how to climb the slide and they would go down the slide and they would land in the little kiddie pool and then they would get at, like, waddle themselves out and shake their little feathers off and then they would go back up and do it again. Well, we missed a pig race. We did miss the pig race because we were eating or something. <laughs> I would like to watch the pig race. They had a track and the, the I guess they would turn the pigs loose and they would run. Or was it a? It was just an oval, or was it like I a know, figure eight I or something? It was just an oval. Yeah, and it wasn't even that big. And some of those pigs that we saw, those were big pigs. Although, I imagine it was piglets they were racing because the wall wasn't like but a foot high. Yeah, I wonder if... So we also um, saw a mama pig and how many piglets were there? Like 10. Eight, 10? 10. Did you I count can, 10? I counted 10. So I wonder if that's what we saw because we saw a mama pig and all these piglets that were sleeping. No, those little piglets were too little. No way! I think they were sleeping and getting ready for their big piglet race. <laughs> Because they, it was like maybe, an hour maybe between. Maybe in three or four months. <laughs> no, they were cute. They were really cute. Yeah. Mama pig was not cute. Oh. but it, I don't think pigs are cute. I don't understand people like pigs. If you like pigs, that's awesome. Good on you. I think pigs are gross. Yeah, well. But I, I don't, they're not, but I'm a horse person. I love horses. They had some beautiful horses, including. The Clydesdales. The Clydesdales. The Budweiser Clydesdales were there. That was cool. Complete with dog. Yeah, it was really neat. They had, um, like, the whole team of Clydesdales, and then they had, like, a couple extra that you could go. <laughs> they had some spare horses. <laughs> they had, like, the, the, stalls. The, 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 the bee string of the, <laughs> the, the, the bench worm of horses. <laughs> and they had, the like, the carriage and everything, and they had um, a really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dog, Dalmatian dog that was up that, on the carriage with no, that, them. That was really impressive. To see those horses like that with all They're, with all their tack and everything all geared up, ready and to go. They are just as big as you would think that they are. Oh, they're are. huge. They're really big. Because when we went over in the horse barn, they had some of those big horses over there too. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They they're just I don't know though. The Clydesdales didn't seem like they were so much like bigger necessarily than a regular horse. They just seemed beefier. They're, you know what I mean? They're pretty stout. But, it, you know, they again, are. it's just impressive to see eight horses pulling a wagon and just how they, they're trained and they can all work together to make that happen. <laughs> but then the song that they play I don't know, the song that they played off of the wagon, it was a cute song. Like, it was a Budweiser, like, I don't know if it was like an old jingle or what, but it just didn't seem, it didn't seem to fit fit the time period of the horses so it kind of made me chuckle a little bit like it was it was like a 19 like a early um 20th century like rig but then the song that they were playing sounded like it was from the 70s and so it, it might have been i don't know it just kind of made me chuckle a little bit because i was know. like that's strange but yes odnr the ohio department of natural resources um they have a really cool section where they have um like kids can fish and it's Archery. Archery. Obviously, the fish are catching a lease. Air guns. Yeah. Um, they This year, I noticed, and it wasn't for kids. It was. I mean, I think kids could do it, but I noticed they had kayaking lessons. They did. That I don't remember seeing that before. I don't remember. And they had, like, they had actual kayaks and, like, a little pond thing that you, you could get out in a little, in a kayak, and actually, like, they would show you how to kayak. Yeah, but you could walk around, and there were... Besides seeing the uh, the wildlife, like the there were, the there native were, Ohio animals and things like that, yeah, you could go into like the display areas, and there was just like natural things, even even to the point of like, um, no, not that coal mining was natural, but how ODNR helps manage that and control they all that had, stuff. And they have a lot of um, like. Everything is labeled, which is kind of cool. So, like, they have different um, species of buckeye trees. They have different species of, like, all of the trees. Sweet gum trees. Sweet gum trees. Like, all of the different trees that you can find in Ohio. They There were a lot of rocks, I noticed. There was a lot of geology this year that I hadn't noticed before. 
course, I always am. I'm a big animal lover, and so I always go straight for like the skunk and the otter and the porcupine yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Well, there's a lot of different geographic regions. Yeah, Ge- geographic is that that the right geological word? Is geological. What you're thinking that's of, what I'm thinking yeah. of because of how the uh, glaciers came down. So yep. there's there's a lot of you know Kelly's Island, the grooves oh, up there. Oh man, this is like a throwback to fourth grade. Yeah, that's when we take Ohio history, and you have to learn all about the which I. That wasn't my favorite part. Geology wasn't my favorite part. I like the part about like the Native American tribes and stuff that are indigenous to Ohio. But I mean, the the geology is important to that because the Native Americans and all the other people used geological formations in a lot of different things, and they used um, different rocks to make things out of, and so on and so forth. Well, I don't know how true this is, but legend has it that interstate the path that Interstate 70 cuts across pretty much central Ohio follows an old Native American trail because back in the day, they knew, like during the winter, where the heavy snow and where it was. And so that Interstate that 70... That makes sense. That, yeah, I, I've always heard that. I've heard it's legend. I don't know how true it is, but it makes sense. It does make sense because if you think about it, like all of the thing. I mean, now you hear about north of I-70 and south of I-70. Yeah, I mean... We do see that. I mean, in the wintertime, if, if it's going to snow and it's going to ice... It's you know, north of I-70. Relatively speaking, <laughs> it's it's all happening north of Interstate 70. That seems to be where the, the cut line is for the bad weather. And isn't that like a tornado path, too? Like, don't a lot of the tornadoes kind of follow I-70? It seems like either no, north or south of I-70. And it seems like they follow Kemp Road last time. <laughs> anyway... But yeah, ODNR was really interesting. I it seemed like this year um they didn't have as many kinds of animals. There were a lot more birds this year than I ever remember them being. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. But they were really cool birds. They had a bald eagle. Um which I I wonder where they got that bald eagle from. We have bald eagles here in Dayton. Um there's a place called Carillon Historical Park. Uh, which is a really, if you ever come to Dayton, like it's a really cool area to check out. We have um, two nesting bald eagles, Willa and Orville, mm-hmm. and they just had chicks. And all these birds that were there, they were um, rescues. Yeah. yeah they, they were all rescues. It's not like they went out and just caught a bird and say, yeah, hey, look no. at this. We're going to put this bird in the cage. They were being, uh, probably would not survive in the wild. Right. Like yeah. the one, they had a little owl, I forget, a screech owl? Was yeah. the screech owl the one with only one leg? Yeah, it only had one leg. Yeah, there was like a peg leg screech owl, and they had a barn owl, and mm-hmm. peg leg. Is that, that's probably one of those words from last week that we can't say, huh? Probably. Unless mm-hmm. you're a pirate. My apologies. <laughs> they had, what else did they have? They had, they just had a lot of birds. I remember yeah, a lot of and birds. They probably had all those, the, the native animals, but, like the but we were, stuff. yeah, we may have just not wandered into that area this year because I can't imagine they didn't Could have be. it there. Yeah, They had, what else did they, they had over in the ODNR section, um, they also had guys in kilts playing, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, you know, the, a lot of, lot of state bands, the Ohio, not the Ohio state band, but the all Ohio band. Yeah, it's playing like there. high yeah. school kids, right? High school kids, yeah. From all over the state. Yep. That they played, and I think they might have also had some school bands there, mm-hmm. maybe. So, yeah. So, what was really, if there was one memory of the state fair this year, what was it this year? Oh, this year? Hmm. That pig was really big. <laughs> the pig? I just keep coming back to the pigs in general. So, like the big boar. That I can't remember what his name... It's really going to bother me because I really wanted to remember what his name was. But if you are really interested, I'm sure you can check the State Fair website. It'll be up on there. Um, that and that uh, that happy pig that was like all shiny and that girl was <laughs> like switching it and making it walk down the... Oh, and the toddler cow. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. So as we were walking through the cow barn... There was a guy that was, so there were some people that were out washing their cows, which I never really thought about either. Um, they, they were washing their cows, and, like, no sooner had we walked by the, the cows getting baths and remarked upon it than there was a guy that was coming towards us with a young cow, and 
this cow, I think you even remarked that the cow looked mad or something. No. Like she almost ran into you or something. No, I, I, I do remember walking to the cow barn and I would glance up at the cows, but mostly in the cow barn, I was watching where I was stepping. Yeah, that's true. Yep. But do you remember the cow I'm talking about? There, it was a young, like kind of light brown cow and a young man was leading her. He was probably late teens, early 20s. And this cow just looked like she had an attitude. And he like, <laughs> he like turned the corner and he led her back to the stall. And he was trying to get her to stand up in her stall to like get food or whatever or something. And she just, even like his family even remarked, have you ever seen a toddler just throw themselves down on the ground? Because that's what the cow did. Like she just was like, I'm done. And she just threw herself down on the hay and would not get up. And this boy, a boy, man, I don't know how old he was, but this young man was trying, like, he was trying really hard. Oh, he yeah. Was, you I know, remember, remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I he remember was, that one now. And he wasn't, yeah. I mean, he looked pretty strong. Like, he wasn't a little kid. He was, I mean, a young man. And this cow, like, he could not get this cow to stand up. She was well, just I, being super defiant. I, I think the correct term would be calf. But it wasn't getting up. It was yeah. laying down. It wasn't getting up. I don't know that she was a calf or a cow. She was probably the same in cow age as the guy was in human age. <laughs> but yeah, she was. She threw a fit. Like she just threw herself down on the hay and was like, "Screw you! I'm not getting up." Which probably meant it was a toddler. It's <laughs> true. That's true. I've which, seen uh, which would make it a calf. Yeah, I've seen. It really did. It reminded me of some of the nook toddlers that I. I'm not naming names, but you parents know which ones I'm talking about. <laughs> I've seen some pretty incredible things with kids just throwing themselves on the floor over what what was that? A piece of toast? Um, yes. I've <laughs> se- <laughs> I actually have a video of that one. Um I mean, I mean I've seen toddlers get upset. I've seen that. But same- I've never seen a toddler get so upset over a piece of toast. <laughs> and that lasted what she went on for a good like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> At least. I went, that, to, I went to work on that one. That same toddler very recently threw herself over backwards on the floor because she didn't have either her stuffed animal or her Christmas tree blanket <laughs> or something like that. You know, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you do. And everybody else at the nook knows who I'm talking about too, probably. But that's yeah. okay. That's all right. We love her. She's yeah. awesome. But the, uh, let's get back to the state <laughs> and, and not this kid. Poor, poor little blonde kid. Yeah. So, you know, um, parking was good. You know, the yeah, other th- parking was really good. And plenty of uh, wagons to get you from the parking lot down. But, uh, I mean, no matter where you parked, it wasn't really a long way to get there. No, but to be fair, the wagons, I, they're very safe. Because the wagons, we were walking, we were walking as fast as the wagons were going. Although that was probably just me, because I really wanted to see if I could just hop on the wagon while it was driving. And Steve said no, because I didn't want to get yelled at. It's probably unsafe. Yeah. Okay, so. But yes, parking was really easy, really yeah. good. And you know, you feel completely safe at the fair. The place is the Ohio State Highway Patrol, who I will say is a very professional organization. And even though they have caught me one or two times, it's, <laughs> you know. The, you were speeding. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and I'll admit it. But they don't give you a hard time. They just like, sir, <laughs> do you know why I pulled you over? My first thought was like, well, if you don't remember, I'm not going to tell you. But <laughs> you should Can we tell the birthday story? Not not on this one. Oh, come on. We're talking about the Ohio State Police. Okay. It's fun. You go ahead and tell it because you tell it better. Okay, so we had a Jeep, and we were driving up to Cedar Point. And because of all the kids and everyone who were taking the car with us, I'd borrowed my mom and dad's car. And I didn't realize, honestly, I was going that fast. Happened to be my birthday. We had Florida Florida plates. And it had Florida tags on the car. And uh, up north of here on Interstate 75, I got pulled over. And as I'm sitting in there talking to the officer, Kim had a bag of donuts that she was stroking his bag of donuts. And the cop, I don't know, was he trying not to laugh? He was very, okay, so like if you imagine a stereotypical police officer with like the aviator shades, very clean cut, like very like straight up, 
back and you know what I mean? Like just very no nonsense. That was the kind of way that he presented himself. And I imagine that he was trying really, really hard not to crack a smile. <laughs> yeah, well, because it was pretty funny. Yeah, well, he, I got the ticket, but the worst part was we we drove three, four miles down the road, got off our exit off the highway onto the little state road, and again, I wasn't doing it intentionally, <laughs> but I, I got pulled over again, not five minutes. This guy, though. It must have been shift change. You could tell he looked really tired. And Steve was not real happy about being pulled over <laughs> twice, so I left the donuts alone on that one. Because the face that you made when you looked over to get the license, the registration out of the glove box, I don't think I've ever seen your eyes get that big before and your face had like this look of sheer panic. Well, I figured I was in a lot of trouble <laughs> since I got pulled over literally five minutes before. But I don't do that. That was... Mm-hmm. I, I have an excuse. I, I really, I try to stay within the speed limit, especially with the Jeep. I don't speed that well, much. Well, I don't think you can speed in the Jeep too much. Yeah. It only, yeah, it doesn't go yeah. that fast. But the State Highway Patrol has always been very kind to us. Um, and they were really, they were, they were sweating it out up yeah. at the state fair. Like they, and they were not complaining. You remember that being, one guy we heard, we were, we just got to the fair and we heard, oh, yeah. make, 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 make them away, make way, make, make way. And uh, a little girl, maybe 10, 12 years old, don't know what was wrong with her. I'd imagine it was maybe heat. I think it but, was like a heat stroke kind of but thing. But this guy had it. her uh, picked up in his arms, and he was carrying her with his mom, her mom in tow, and he was taking her to the first aid or someplace to get help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and she, I mean, she just was, she was limp. Poor girl, yeah. I felt really bad for her. Yeah, I mean, one more plug for the highway patrol. I remember... About two years ago, we were there, and you know, it's it's a very uh-huh. family oriented event, and there was somebody there with a a shirt on that it, it was inappropriate. It and had some explicit language. on Yeah, it. and and the uh, officer came up and just in the professional manner, he handled it. It wasn't like get out of here, get that shirt off, do this, do that. He just kindly pulled the guy off to the side and politely asked him, say, "Hey, you know, it's a family event, sir. Would you mind just?" turning your shirt inside out because the kid's here. And the guy, the, there was no scene, no fuss, no muss. And the guy just, yes, sir. And he did what, you know, the officer asked. And everything was fine. And in fact, if we hadn't been standing right next to him when that happened, we probably wouldn't even noticed. Which makes me wonder, like, what things did we not notice? Like, we noticed the one lady getting belligerent with her husband because we were walking right next to them. <laughs> but... What other things did we not see because the police presence was yeah. very unobtrusive? Like, I don't want to say that there were yeah. cops everywhere. It wasn't anything like that. Like, it no. was, they were very unobtrusive, but they were definitely there. And, you, I mean, you kind of knew that they were there. And they had the uh, parking. I think the parking ran so smooth because they have all the cadets there from the who are about to become patrolmen. And there were hundreds of them helping direct parking pointing people to the right place, yeah. and just offering general assistance. So, I mean, it was very professionally run, and, hey, I'm proud of our guys out there on the highway. Yeah, they did a great job. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I was just going to say something else, and I forgot what it was. It just went away. That's my job to forget. I know, right? <laughs> Smokey the Bear, we haven't talked about him yet. No. He's, I, I don't know if he's everywhere. He's kind of a thing at the Ohio State Fair. We have this giant, how tall would you say I'd he is? I'd say he's 25 feet tall. I was going to say, like 30 feet tall, giant wooden Smokey the Bear. And I don't know how, <laughs> but as all the kids are there, Smokey knows the kids' names. He talks And he'll to them. reach out and say, hey, little Johnny. And little Johnny will look up like, how does that bear know my name? I don't, I've not figured this one out yet. Kim. I know how he knows little Johnny's <laughs> name. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But this Smokey the Bear will talk to each one of the kids and like anytime like a uh, kind of a he's at the uh, Department of National Resources Park and anytime a group of kids, I, what, we say maybe 10 or 15 kids yeah. gets there and he, you know, Smokey's talking to you and so they all kind of congregate around to see this giant bear talking to everybody and then once there's a big enough group of kids, he makes them take the Smokey the Bear pledge. That they won't play with matches or fire. They'll stay away from fires because only you can prevent forest fires. But it is funny to watch those kids walk by and Smokey will call their name. And they'll just <laughs> jump and look up like, how does this bear know who know my name? Smokey sounded very young this year. Did you yeah, know that? Smokey. Yes. <laughs> Smokey, yeah, Smokey. Smokey, yeah. Smokey, I think, had some work done on his vocal cords or something because yeah. he sounded a lot younger than he did last time I was there. Yeah. But, but, yeah, it was good. Um, and Remember, just, only you 
and prevent wildfires. Uh, yeah. It wasn't like that this year. No, like, it wasn't. Hey, only you can prevent a wildfire. <laughs> he wasn't that young sounding. But yeah, Smokey, Smokey took a couple years off his age. I sound like I have added a couple years and five packs a day to my age because I've been sick uh, with some kind of a summer cold that I have now passed on to everybody else. Uh, sorry. Thanks, Kim. My bad. Um, but it it was good. I think yeah. actually being out in the fresh air probably helped. Yeah. Any other uh, Fairfax? Um, Not Fairfax like Fairfax, Virginia, but <laughs> facts of the fair. We were the first fair with an electric lighting system. Really? Yeah. So, which was kind of cool because then we could have like horse racing and stuff at night. Like the, oh, like out there on the track. Yeah. Like what are they, what is that called? Where you, not like. Horse racing? No, no, no. The ones with the little buggy things behind them. Oh, like the trotters. Is that what that's called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we could do that. We were like the first ones to do that at nighttime. Yeah. So, because we were the first ones with electric lighting. First in space. First in flight. First with electric light. Ohio is the home of inventors, you know. Yes, it is. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, there are, oh, there are concerts at the State Fair every year. We've played host to legends like Johnny Cash. Um, this past weekend, Hank Williams Jr. was there. Uh, pretty much like every big name country star, I think, has come through the Ohio State Fair. Yeah. There's usually like a Christian band too. New Kids on the Block played at the State Fair at one point, but that was not such a good one because people got hurt in a crush. Like they crushed, like people rushed the stage and people got seriously injured. I don't really, I don't recall mm-hmm. that because the stage generally is the other side of the track. But people like rushed mm, toward I, the stage. I don't remember that. And there was a bad thing that happened back in 2017. A guy died because one of the, do you remember that? Just a couple years ago, one of the rides malfunctioned and a guy died. Yeah. So there have been some not great parts of the Ohio State Fair. Um, at one point, like one of the barns burned down like a week or two before, or like there was a big fire. I forget what that started it. That was at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. No, no, no there was a state fair too. It was it was a long long time ago, I'd like eight thousand eight thousand square feet or something like that of barns burned down. I, it was like way back in the early nineteen hundreds, I think. Oh, okay. So it wasn't recently, but like the, just so there have been there have been some fire issues at the state fair, probably because we were the first ones with electric lighting, and electricity and electric lighting were not great. Maybe back in the early days. I. But all those are fixed now, and the Ohio State Fair is a great place to be. And there's a new there's a new ride vendor, and the rides looked very safe this year. So you shouldn't be afraid to get on the well, rides. I, you know, I think the rides are always safe. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that was just a freak accident a yeah. couple of years ago. Yeah. So that was unfortunate. But that was like the only time in what over a hundred years, hundred and fifty years, that there was. I mean, that's that's pretty good record. That's a pretty good safety record, I'd say. So yeah. I the one thing that I am disappointed in is the food. I'm not disappointed in the food. I'm disappointed that we didn't eat, eat more. more of it. Yes. Yeah. We wanted the elephant ears, but... We were really full by the time. Uh, we were full. Because, we were I mean, so it was full. warm. I mean, we were trying to drink a lot of water, and we did get a lemonade. Of course we did. You can't go to a fair or a festival without getting one of those lemon shake-up things. Yeah, and that just filled me up. I did get some uh, some popcorn. We did get some kettle corn. Yep. Um, the only really, like, I mean, the tater tots were kind of bad. The tater tots were delicious, but as far as, like, they filled you. state fair food is bad food. I mean, it's deep fried on a <laughs> stick. Yeah. It's bad for you. <laughs> And I, I, I was uh, rather braggadocious, uh, and and saying that I'm not gonna eat healthy all day. And really, all I did was eat some tater tots and a strawberry shortcake. Oh, the strawberry shortcake, that was good. It was really that good. that was really really good. It was very good. That day. was in the Ohio, um, um, it Ohio was, area. What was that called? Like the cafe, Ohio Cafe or something, something like, like that. Yeah. So if you are at the state fair. Um, you still have time to go to. It's gone the for another two weeks or another like twelve 10, days. Yeah, twelve so more days. Yeah. This uh, the weekend that we went was opening weekend, so you'll still have time by the time this hits the um, 
the airwaves on Saturday. Let's talk about the crowd. There were a lot of people there, but did you feel, you don't like crowds at all. I hate crowds. But did you ever get the feeling like. No. Well, and it's not like, I, I don't dislike crowds because I feel unsafe. I dislike crowds because I get very claustrophobic in big crowds. Right. And, and I didn't get that feeling at all. With as many people were there, did you feel claustrophobic at any place? Nope, not at all. No. It, so, I mean, there's plenty of room. It, it was a very, in, again, a very enjoyable experience being at the Ohio State Fair. Absolutely. Yeah. It made me, like, really miss. And it, this weekend, I think, was really good, too, because it seems like in past weekends, but, like, past years that we've gone, it's always been really, really hot, almost to the point of, just it's too too much and too hot, but we got lucky that there was a little bit it's of a breeze. It's July in Ohio. I know, but and you know everything is concrete and like heat bounces off of stuff. Maybe that's why concrete we like ODNR. Maybe that's why because it's there's a lot very of trees shaded. And, yeah, but there was a nice breeze this year. Yeah, it was really nice. So yeah, so the Ohio State Fair, we can't plug it enough. Yep. I'm oh, if, looking forward to going back next year. Absolutely. If you are... And guess what? When we go back next year, it's going to be the same fair. And I don't say that in a bad way. I say that as in it's an awesome fair and it 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 doesn't change. And if you know what I mean, you understand what I'm saying. It's just... It's, but you it's know the what? Same. It won't be the same. You know why it won't be the same? Why is that? Because next year there will be a new butter sculpture. There will be a new butter sculpture next year. And I'm very excited to see what the... I love seeing what the butter sculpture... Did you know at one point they had a Darth Vader butter sculpture? Dave Thomas has been a butter sculpture. Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. Is from Columbus. Yeah. And he had a butter sculpture made of him. Hmm. At the state fair. Like, not at the state fair, but it was at the state fair. There was a Darth Vader one. So I don't know what it's going to be next year. So, Kim, what is our website again, and how, if you wanted to get a hold of us, how, where do you find us? Okay, one more time. If you want to email us, like if you have any input on the state fair, or if you're from out of state and you want to tell us about your state fair, we'd be happy to share your experiences. Um, you can find us on Gmail. It's a lost hour at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on social media, um, on Facebook. Just look, look for, search um, an hour of your life. On Instagram, search An Hour of Your Life. Uh, you can find us um, streaming on Podbean, which is anhourofyourlife.podbean.com. Um, and at this point, you can also find us on Stitcher. Just search for An Hour of Your Life. Soon, we will be on iTunes. And I think that's probably most of the platforms where you'll be able to find us. But that covers all the major ones, I think. Okay, well, from the beautiful studios in Beaver Creek, Ohio... We'll be talking to you next Saturday. Yep. Thanks for spending an hour of your life with us.